Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, finally, to Grand Terra Shadowfront. Uh, we've been gone for a couple weeks. Uh, I'm John, uh, your Game Master for the evening. I'm joined today by Jack. Hey, everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Ghent Minar, the half-elf spellslinger. And Mara? Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin druid princess. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Ariel, uh, a Samar gunslinger slash rogue. And Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Bolar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And formerly the, 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 the ice statue formerly known as Scuzz, Nikki. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Nikki. Um... So I have a new character ready to go, but in case somebody can heal him, I'm playing Scuzz, your goblin rogue. <laughs> All right. Uh, and when last we left off, the Steelhearts uh, went into the town of Lakti uh, to uh, attempt to remove it from some sort of undead oppression upon entering, discovering that the town was locked off in a, in a massive bit of fog that seemed uh, sort of unnaturally generated um, and filled to the brim with undead life. Uh, from Titania's investigations outside the fog, they determined most of the most of the uh, life that was once in this village had been changed into an undeath. Um, they came in, fought their way, uh, 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 fought their way through a the town with the aid of the local um, folk guard. Uh, who is a retired soldier that protects the the little folk out in the areas where there aren't large presences of the Tyrian Guard. Um, uh, and eventually made their way into a crypt where the necromancer had been, where the necromancer had made their lair, fought their way through the crypt, found the necromancer, uh, Ariel unloaded a gun several times into the necromancer's face, uh, after it froze solid the majority of the party. Uh, which is where we'll be picking up. Uh, so, as the Necromancer hits the ground, uh, and Ariel sort of, we're, we're maintaining turn order at the moment, because there's still a threat of death. Uh, the last thing, the last person's turn it was, was Scuzz's, who failed a death-saving throw. Uh, which makes it Ithram's turn. 
and I have no potions. Um, also, how do you get a potion inside, a, inside an ice statue? Yes, because uh, it's currently frozen in place. Oh, okay. Um, just, just to remind everyone, too, because it's been a hot minute, I had put up the... Um, Healing spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's over by where Ariel was. Yes. At least. Let's see how far... And you yelled at before, right? Uh, yeah, I know I had for sure told Gant, who was like in this alcove beside me, I think. If I'm remembering right. That's where he was when you, that's where you, yeah. wa- he was when you told him that, yeah. that that's what you were doing. Yeah. Yes. So Isra might have heard as well, because you're kind of close. Yeah. Um, I wasn't being particularly And I can't really reach him. Uh, I will one, two, three, four, five, six into here, I guess. And I'll look around and I'll see if there's any other, if there's any magical traps or see if I can figure out what this giant crystal fuck off thing is. So in the middle of the room, just beyond the altar where the necromancer had been sort of floating off the ground when you arrived, uh, there is this large spiked wheel on a on a on a on a pillar that is spinning at the moment uh and surrounding it as it's spinning is this combination of blue and gold flames that are just sort of swirling in this pillar of fire around it that is still going yeah can i you make an arcana check okay 16 you, um, you are. Uh, do you have an inspiration or anything you want to use? Uh, since we oh, we didn't short rest, so I don't have saving face, but I do have one inspiration, so I'll use that. Go ahead. So sixteen. Yeah, with well, a sixteen, <laughs> you're not. Cer- you you assume this has something to do with the hole in reality that you passed over. You are not certain exactly what it is in relation to that. Um, or how to turn it off. Was that my action to try to figure out what it was? This is a bonus action. Okay. Then I will try to, at fourth level, cast uh, Dispel Magic on it. Okay. Just because it looks bad. So go ahead and roll a d20 plus your intelligence modifier. All right. That would just be basically an arcana roll. Are you, are you not see. proficient with arcana? Oh, wait, no, I am. Yeah, you're proficient uh, with arcana. So, no proficiency bonus, just your so just intelligence roll. Nine. Holy shit. You, you cast Dispel Magic and you release this, you know, this, uh, this, uh, counter, this counter-destructive energy that's designed to deconstruct magical effects. And as it sort of, as the energy flows from your hands into the flames around it, it just gets whipped up with the flames and dissipates. That wouldn't have dispelled a cantrip. <laughs> no, I used up all my good, my good uh, rolls on uh, counterspelling. So that's your, so that's your action. Any bonus action? Anything else? Yep. Nope. That's it. All right. Bits of ice flake off of Scuzz's form uh, as we move to Gent's turn. Gent is going to sigh, holster his. Well, holster. He just hangs it on his belt because it's just a grip at this point. Um, Pick Scuzz up and try and carry Scuzz through the healing spirit. I get an intelligence check. Uh, okay. Boop. 
24. You go to pick Scuzz up, and you realize that Scuzz is frozen in place, which includes part of the floor. Ow, fuck nuggets. So you're not... So you can try to... You can try to extricate Scuzz from the floor. Scuzz's feet might not come with him, though. Would you like to continue this course of action? I'm thinking back to Geist Koenig. <laughs> Who's got, you know, feet. Yeah, he has and one big prosthetic he's, he's got prosthetics. Prosthetics exist. It could be, be failed death saves, though. I was saying, that, that could just damn. be the thing that kills Scuzz. Oh. That's definitely hmm. damage to cut off body parts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, God damn it. <laughs> As a rule, nine. Who knows? Maybe when you are frozen on the molecular level, that doesn't count as damage. But I mean, well, just just think about who your GM is and make right. a decision mm-hmm. from that. Would I allow I you? To, would I allow would you to be... accidentally kill Scuzz? Yes, absolutely. One thousand percent. You would encourage it. <laughs> Oh, huh. this is hard to forget. Uh, well, actually, yeah, with with that level of an intelligence save, he's just going to yell for Titania um, and see if he can get Scuzz's mouth open and pour his healing potion down it. Uh, Scuzz's mouth is open. The issue is more the sheet of ice, like sort of sealing the whole issue here. Hmm. You could absolutely pour your healing potion over Scuzz. It would not get inside, though. No, okay. Yeah, if it's not going to make any... Um, fuck. Yeah, he really doesn't have anything else he can do other than he's going to try and... No, no, he's going to pull, he's going to pull out his hand axe and try and begin chipping away at the ice that has Scuzz frozen to the floor. He's, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. He's literally trying to ice sculpture Scuzz out from being stuck to the floor so that maybe he can be moved. Give me a dexterity check. Just straight dex? Just straight dex. Because this is no provision. Sorry, Scuzz, you're coming. This is not a tool you're, design. You're coming away with, with a few, with a few, with a few fewer toes, probably. <laughs> 16. 16? Could have okay. been worse. Mm. You make pro- you don't damage Scuzz directly, but you are making progress okay, on the floor. Alright. Valdeth. Being a little worn, but also concerned, uh, Valdeth will remember what we were part of what we were here for and reach down and pluck the goggles off the off the necromancer's head so looking down at the necromancer you notice a couple things one the staff that that he had been holding has melted away and where the head of the staff was there is this golden sphere it's sort of laying on the ground uh, there's also the goggles on its head, and the robes that he's wearing seem tattered, but don't seem to have taken a lot of damage from all the attacks that this person suffered. Uh, we know we know supposedly part of what the goggles are supposed to be. I don't know what the other two things are yet, so I will just take the goggles off of its head. And as you reach down, you sort of get a better view, and you can see embedded in the sternum of this of this necromancer 
is a oval is a uh, 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 an oval the color of black you have never seen before it almost seems like it absorbs light like it's a flat object but you can still tell dimensionality to it that is probably important as are all the gear he's carrying it's probably magic got these Valdeth will just put the goggles on her belt and walk over and just brace to catch Scuzz after Scuzz gets healed and presumably the ice melts at initiative 20 the fog that has been permeating the area and that the, the lantern has been clearing through dissipates and as it does, you can now far more clearly hear the raucous chorus of bone-rattling and undead moans coming from back up the hallway you had come through, as well as this ethereal wind that shouldn't be happening in an enclosed space. Titania. Okay, I'm gonna rush out and go towards Scuzz. Um, uh, I can move, uh, let's see, that was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I can move the healing spirit on my bonus action, so I do that. I put it over Scuzz. Okay. Does it uh, heal when it moves there, or does it heal at the start of Scuzz's turn? Let me check. Uh, it's the start. Because that'll be relevant. Yeah, I know. Um, you wanted to use your bonus action for something else. Yeah, healing spirit. To I be clear, whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you can cause. Yeah, the so it would be. Spirit. It would be. So just so you're aware, mechanically, it would be on Scuzz's turn after Scuzz rolls their death save when it would heal. And 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 to be clear. Okay. Narratively, how close does Scuzz look? How many death saves have been failed? Two. That's what I figured. Okay. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll leave that on Ariel, and I am going to, because I am out of spell slots, going to do some ethereal casting. Uh, All right. So you're trying four. to cast a healing ward, I'm assuming? Yep. Yeah, because I level? can't quite reach him. Um uh let me see what the damage is on that um this personnel got 20 um second level all right uh so so you spend two hit dice yep and you take uh, so you take, you spend two hit dice and take two you take two hit dice plus two okay. bits of damage and a level of exhaustion. Uh, um, here I have to figure out because it's really hard to organize hit dice on the roll twenty or the D Beyond ones. Um, you know what? I only have one hit dice left actually, so I think I can only do that once then. Yeah, you can only you can only do it a, a, a yep. first level then. Yeah, because we got hit bad. Um, so I do a first level. So one hit dice plus one worth of damage. Okay. Okay. So four. You take four points of damage and gain. No, a level no, that of is a D eight plus one actually. 
Yeah. Oh, that is? All right, yeah. sweet. So All right. Three. Uh, so, yeah, so three points of damage. Uh Ooh. You you all you all watch as Tanya sort of moves in and focuses, and the the sort of the 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 sort of uh, sunlight esque nature to to Tanya's magic is tinged red in this particular case as a bit of blood comes out of Tanya's nose. You get eight hit points though, and this bit of divine energy suffuses through uh, uh, Scuzz's form as the as the golden light hits Scuzz, and Scuzz, you gain eight hit points. The ice freezing Scuzz just shatters off, and Scuzz is no longer frozen. All right, that was my bonus action. And with that, we'll be out of initiative for the moment. Woo. Scuzz, um, you're very sore and very cold, but you are alive. You should get there. I point toward the the uh, healing spirit that is still over Ariel. Gen's going to be looking at the spinny wheel of doom thing and see if he can figure out what even. Uh, so, assuming that you're moving the healing spirit around, Tanya, uh, how many rounds? Yep. How many more rounds does it have? I've got four more because I think I only did one. Before. So go ahead and uh, every everyone that needs to can move through it while you're while you're investigating things. I think it has a specific number of healing instances. Right yeah, I, I've yeah. got four left. Four I left? had five okay. so, total. So who yeah. who wants one? So who are you assigning those to then as the healer? Um, Ariel, Scuzz, Ithram, um, and then to do probably. Um, that's everyone, right? So uh, go ahead and roll those he- those 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 heels for them. Yeah, and it's at fifth level. Yeah. So those are four d six. Wow. Yeah. So that's for Ariel. This one's for Scuzz. Seventeen and Ithram. Eleven. You got one left. Um. Let's see. Uh, who's worse off, basically? Scuzz still. <laughs> Scuzz still. Well, actually, you're you're worse it- off than Scuzz now. You and Ithram. Okay. Um, Ithram. Uh, I'll give it to Ithram. Four. You have fourteen more. Those were d8s. Oh, sorry, that was the wrong one. Let me do that but again. None of them rolled higher than a six. Interestingly. <laughs> <laughs> Better. Better. 17. <laughs> Literally doubled his hit points. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Gant, give me an Arcana roll as you're looking at the, the device. I'm very excited <clears throat> for us to take about 22. five seconds of break before we see the creature with the many eye stalks floating into the room. <laughs> Tanya is the one who's closest to the door. Is going to say, I can still hear things outside. Oh, you That's can all, uh, with look. the fog having faded, you can all hear them. Yes, so can we, dear. I've uh, shut the door behind us. Yeah. Ariel, fix it again. Would you and shut the door? Yes, right. thank you. You go and shut the door. It doesn't change the... It, it, it muffles the sound, but you can still very much hear the... Uh... Yeah, but she will shut the door and lean up against it and just say, let's let the Shadowfell 
keep anything from coming at us for a minute until we deal with this. Right. And Ariel, I believe that's that's a that's good enough role for you to fix your, yeah, your gun. I believe so. I don't remember what the DC <laughs> is, but uh, eight plus it, the misfire value. So you, yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Would have had to break a nine. Yep. <laughs> Anything short of 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 breaking it. Honestly, yeah. If you don't roll a one, basically you fix it. Oh no, no, a two also. No, no. If it's not, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Anyway, because yeah, the DC is yeah, not. I've really also still got. As two... long as I don't break the thing, I fix it. Uh, you still got two what, Sonia? I've got two things of restorative ointment left as well. Wait, so I'm, I've, I've got that jar pulled out, but I'm saving it. It can also, if I don't know what this might do, it can also do like poisons or diseases. Um, Everyone's so, feeling okay. With the twenty-two Arcana, uh, Ghent, you this is this device is simultaneously anchoring, uh, is simultaneously piercing through the divine barrier that separates the material plane from the divine realms uh, and main and stabilizing the hole that it's made uh, so look at you can see there's, there's sort of two different magical uh, magical interactions happening right now one is basically drilling through that barrier and the other is sort of solidifying the hole that is that's left behind this is definitely the thing that's maintaining that rift to the shadow fell well, good news. <clears throat> we can get out of here easier if we turn this off. However, I don't know what other effects might ensue if we do. Oh, good. Also, I don't think I know quite how to turn it off. Yeah, no. Even with a 22, no idea how to turn it off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even better. Uh, and, he'll, and he'll give the layman's description of this is what is making the hole into the shadow fell and also maintaining the hole into the shadow fell so that things don't entirely unravel one direction or the other. Where do you add exhaustion on the sheet? That's a good uh, question. On the D&D oh, There it is. Okay. Yep, I found it. Never mind. I'm in good. In my soul. That's where I add mm. it. <laughs> Gint, do you know the? there's a, a physical piece of equipment that's rotating right yeah in the center of the pillar of flame okay does that need to rotate for this to work do you know what that part does because i have never seen anything like this you would assume what everything that it's doing right now is necessary for whatever it's doing <laughs> yeah I think that to actually understand the internal workings of this would require several months study and possibly three or four is it uh but yes it needs to keep moving to keep working as it is changes to the status quo will probably cascade to the actual effects and you touch it because there's like can you touch oh, it <laughs> again just kind of reaches out and pushes scuzz's finger back down to his side Give it a moment, buckets. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You are most certainly not. I just, I just took a little nap. You're not supposed to take a nap while you're cold, but I, 
I'm you I'm, were a okay. popsicle for a bit. Come here, I'll you, give you, you a hug. You look you look closer to a Yeti's midnight snack than than the other thing. These guys will step away and take the hug. <laughs> Question now that I say goblin, do not force me to use an ensnaring strike on you. <laughs> Ow. Because I will do it. <laughs> It won't do enough damage to kill you, but it will hold you in place. No, Can we not just... do the infighting until after we're away from all of the other things that this are going to This is infighting do... because of care, dear. <laughs> this is good infighting. I shoot you in the face out of love. <laughs> in the leg. That works. In the leg. I shoot you in the foot out of love. <laughs> I just, I mean, can you touch it? Enemies get the face, friends get the leg. I don't, I don't know, Scuds. Does anyone want to reach out and touch it? it's safe to touch, you can nope. just tie a rope to it. That actually is a legitimate question, because if something in here needs to move, I can make it stop moving. For the next eight hours, at least. You can try. Again, we'll grab a piece of the ice, we'll say, that melted off of Scuzz and just kind of throw it into the spokes and see what happens. It vanishes as it hits the pillar of flame. Yep. Well, the flame seems to be doing flame sort of things. Weirdly, the flame is not generating any heat. Okay. Hmm. Like, you would expect this room to be very warm. Based on right. how close you it has it. effects on physical objects. I assume physical objects of a significant enough presence would have an effect on it. By putting a bone next to it. Maybe because it's from the shadow fell. The necromancer does have two arms that are mostly skeletons. I was going to say. Uh, and Toyota over there, it has an orb that might be something used to control this thing or something. Gent's gonna go over and then... No, the bone! Uh, Gent... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Gent's gonna go over and basically more or less loot the corpse and investigate while Ithram is keeping an eye on this construct. Uh, so That's what, sick, did you, did hot you grab topic, anything, robe. Did you grab anything other than the, the goggles, Valdeth? No, I just grabbed the goggles. So yeah, you see there is this small golden engraved sphere that's slightly glowing next to it. Uh, All right, and, grab that. <clears throat> and uh, black robes that seem relatively untouched for all the combat that happened. Uh, and in the, center, those off. in the center of the sternum, they smell kind of weird, like uh-huh. death almost. Uh, yep. In the center of the sternum, there is this oval black, looks like it might be a gem, but it's so black. Again, it seems like it's absorbed. It's Vanta black, basically. It's like it's absorbing right. light. Oh, shit. We killed. A What's sp- his name? <laughs> is, it, is it spherical? Does it have, oval. is it like faceted? Oval. Oval. Yeah. It's like, it looks. Does, and it seems like it's embedded in yes. the actual body physiology. Correct. Yeah. Is there any uh, notes or anything on these tables over here? No. None no. of the none of the decoration is actually there. Well, while while Valdez is okay. sort of sitting leaned up against the door, she just kind of pulls the goggles up and looks through them at the orb. Um hang on a second, let me look at these. Anything look different? And, and Gen's going to do a hand axe autopsy on that uh that oval black gem. Uh, uh okay. 
Yeah, you're able to extricate it fairly easily. And you pull it out. It's about... It's about... It fits in your palm. It's about hand size, a little, little uh -huh. less than hand-sized. Perfectly oval. Black gem of some kind. Are you what we've been looking for? Make a charisma he asks make a the gem. Make a charisma saving throw. Are you what yeah. we've been looking for? I would like to everybody to know that I have a modifier of zero and no inspiration. Oh no. I believe in That's you. an ah! eight! Yes! That's not good. Get, get oh. talks to this get talks to this gem and nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> and it talks back. <laughs> in the pocket then. Um, and he'll start, uh, he wants to see if this, this gold orb has any perceivable functions to it. Uh, so even, e e uh, uh, Valdeth, you have dark vision. Yes. So you know what dark vision looks like. You put it over your eyes, uh, and it, it looks like these, like without attuning to it, it looks like like it adjusts your vision somehow. It's hard to tell because it's not your vision doesn't change very much. Yeah. Um, not only because you already have dark vision, but also because there's a light source in the room. Yeah. The goggles they do something, but I can't tell yet. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you grab the sphere, Gent. Yeah, the gold orb. The gold orb. Yeah, it's. Perfectly spherical has mm -hmm. some engraving in it. Okay. Glowing. Does slightly. it seem to have any particular function, or probably a magic item that requires attunement, or uh, make an arcana check? Oh, okay. Nineteen. I mean, it came out of his staff, uh, so it's probably has something to do with casting spells. But you're not 100 percent certain exactly what would probably require some identification mm -hmm. or some attunement. Okay. Mm -hmm. He'll just bundle those pieces together, and there's the the guy doesn't have like a handy journal on him or anything. I no, assume no book at nothing all. like that. Okay, is that a book in the on the map, or is that just just the map? That's is just that the map, not yeah. a real thing. Okay. Yeah, no no book oh. at all, which does strike you as slightly odd for a wizard. Mm -hmm. Yep. He's a sorcerer or a warlock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or dyslexic. <laughs> or he has some sort of dumb stone. <laughs> Pulls out the black oval gem. Are you a tombstone? <laughs> yes! <laughs> so Eleven! We're getting so better at this. Nothing happens. No, no, no. Uh, this is going to make Back you roll that pocket. every time and nothing's going to happen every, any, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to stop him from trying. What was that, Titania? You said you could do something with, like, stopping something? We think yes. That might break um, the wheel? Possibly, but... Uh, and Valde I'm gonna Valde try to break off like an arm of one of the. Uh, is there any of this pews or anything? Yeah, like there, there's furniture and everything in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to break off one of those arms and toss that in there and see what happens with something that's not ice. Does it just like instant disintegration? 
Scuzz goes over to to the dead necromancer and just drags him over to the pillar and then flops one of his arms into the fire. Does it start? Nope. <laughs> And then this oh, slowly pushing it. him, slowly pushing him further into the can can, can can we fall? No mind. I mean, I, we don't have to, but I mean, it, not like we can wait. Permanent destruction is not something we can take. Back. Hold on. Uh, Scuzz is going to use an ability that he's never gotten to use before because it's a thing that has never gotten to happen yet. Um, Scuzz's eyes go completely white as he as he casts uh, communicate with the dead. <laughs> <laughs> or speak with the dead. Let me look at the ability real quick. It's like, not like we can talk to this. Oh, wait. Fump. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's never gotten to happen because all the things we've talked to have already been dead for far longer than the spell yeah. has allowed for. Yep, yep, yep. I'm just, I'm just looking at the, the, the ability real quick to see exactly how it works. Uh, I mean, it, it literally, I, I can cast a spell speak with that. That's... It's just casting the spell. There's no caveats or anything. Uh, there is a thing like after I speak with them, I I gain. Uh, uh, Connect with the dead. You cast. You can fast speak without using a spell slot or material components. When the spell ends, you gain one random benefit from the revived compatibilities table. If it lasts until you finish a long rest. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I just uh, ra- randomly will get like a small like l- like learn one of their languages, a squ- a skill that they have, or something like that. All right. So yeah, you you use your ability, and nothing happens. Doesn't work on the undead. That's right. No. That's not. He the didn't have a soul. It's not fully dead yet. Ariel, do you have anything like you can sometimes do radiant stuff, right? Sorry, what? Uh, radiant magic. That was the only idea I had. I don't have any spells left, um, but radiant uh... magic works stronger against undead things than the shadow fell, right? So. I was gonna try and do moonbeam, but now I'm out of spells. Valdez gets up, pulls herself off the door, walks over to the lich, pulls uh, her star metal great sword, and can just I have it a it. single line? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, I am currently. I have nothing that I can do. We are. At, I believe everybody is completely tapped out. So perhaps if we can bar the door so that nothing comes in, we can take some time, get some of our abilities back. Yeah. Before we start burning everything and destroying everything. Valdez. Yeah. Standing yes. at the door before you move while Ariel's talking. Yeah. You feel a cold wind penetrate the door. We've only got so long before things get worse out here. Is there something to bar this door with? Yeah. Furniture. Yes. Yeah, I will I will start barring the door. 
and also Ithram has a spell, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can yeah if you want to make this door not move for a while. Is it double door or single door? Double door. Hmm. You could put one of the furniture in front of it and make yeah. that unable to move. Yeah. Then you drag uh, one of the pews in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, set it like diagonally so it takes up most the most space yep. and yeah. would make it the most awkward if the doors break. Mm. And then I'll cast, he'll pull out a handful of uh, gold dust, sprinkle it across, set his hand on, and then the entire thing just becomes layered in solid gold as it won't move now. Cool. <laughs> nice. We will know when it's not working when there's no more gold. <laughs> That's useful. So you're all wanting to take a short rest? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm rolling perception checks. Sure. No. <laughs> oh, why is it coming up like that? I have weird. disadvantage. Uh, they have updated roll 20 because there's a bunch of other stuff that is different too. Mm. 23. Mm. Yeah, Beyond 20 appears to have been updated. Holy shit! I beat Ariel. I beat Ariel in a perception because check. I had, because I had to roll a die, so it came in under a 10. That's fair. <laughs> 18 on mine. I have disadvantage right now. Uh, so, uh, Gent, you're the only one that notices this. Yep. About 30 <clears throat> minutes into your short rest, mm-hmm. you notice that the edges of the door are fading. Like the wood is beginning to age rapidly from the, from the outside in. Uh, everyone, I think the Shadowfell is encroaching on our current location a bit more rapidly than would be preferred Ithram I realized we're in the middle of a bit of a snooze but do you have any level of teleportation capacity currently I have my circle it'll take a minute all right I well, can, te- we- I can te- teleport one person one and another me and another person as can I. That's not going to solve this at the moment. No, it's not. I, 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 yes, no, I'm thinking much more of a back home kind of thing. You all see, as gets to the middle of this, uh, you all see the hinges on the door suddenly rust. Oh, shit. And then break away as the door falls outward into the shadow fell. Which is much closer than it was previously. So I feel like this is either a quickly stop this machine and leave, or a leave this machine here and then just leave. It's going to eat the village. It. That is a concern. So I have. We may need to just use whatever we have at our abilities right now to, yes, Ithram, please. We either leave or I can try one more time to dispel this. It is one or the other. What about the... You can't make it stop moving? I can, st- I can still was... do that, but I have to touch it physically. And as we have, as mm, we have yeah, previously no. established... Not a good idea. I pull out my gun and I lightning arrow it. Okay. 
Do you have any I'm assuming any, it fails its dexterity save. Do you have any charges left in your gun? I'm pretty sure because I don't you think conjured I conjured barrage. Oh, that's twice. right. I use conjure volley. Never mind. Ignore me. I can't even teleport. Yep. Sorry, it doesn't show the charges unless you click on the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Well, if if Ithram does that, we still have the the handkerchief, right? That's another option. We have no idea where that's going to lead us to. No. But I'm willing to chaos monster this if you all are. Hmm. Make an intelligence check, Jack. Or Gint. Mm-hmm. Twelve. <laughs> you could. Oh, sorry. That was a could, save, not a check. You Hang could on. unroll it. Oh, yeah, go ahead and make a check, yeah. Nineteen. <laughs> you could unroll the Well of Souls, like, right at the edge of the thing. And just dump the thing into a... See if it'll do anything, yeah. Another dimension. I mean... NIMBY. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) You can get, like... You can get fairly close to the object itself before you hit the pillar. Right. Mm -hmm. So... If we're doing something, we're doing it now. I support the NIMBY option. All right, Valdeth. Let's looking, see. Valdeth, how- looking out into the shadow fell, you see a figure stand up in the distance. I support the like, right the fuck now. now. It's All right, this- we're gonna see. So yeah, Gent's gonna grab the handkerchief and try and well of many worlds this machine into another dimension. Make a dexterity check. Uh, make a yeah. Make a dexterity check with proficiency. Uh, oh, okay. Damn it! I don't have enhanced ability prepared. <laughs> Uh, so this is for trying to unravel it in such a way that it'll destabilize the standing that the thing is on. We're going to add four to whatever I roll. Here we go. Ten. Wow. Ten! Oh, <laughs> God damn it. So you flick out the you flick out the, the, the well in such a manner that it lays flat and the edge of it sort of hits just the edge of the foot of this device. Mm-hmm. And as the as the as the handkerchief, which does not is not destroyed in the fire, uh, yay, becomes this portal on the ground. As Valdeth, you're watching this massive figure with uh, two arms and two legs, but they are not in any sort of realistic conjunction with itself. The arms are far too long. The legs are far too narrow to hold up a torso that large. As I was it just, hoping you meant that they were not in the place where arms and legs <laughs> normally are. Like, one's coming out of the neck, and one's, like, coming off the hip. As it just unfolds itself against the night sky background of the Shadowfell, and seems to turn its attention towards activity and color. And then there's a... Ding, 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 ding. As the... As the... Go. As the 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 pillar of flame, uh, just fucking falls because one because you got attend what you needed to get the to get the one foot of it into the hole as it <laughs> falls into the well and as it does there's a <laughs> and the hallway is normal again. Can we tell what dimension we just sent a 
Can large, I stick my head? If I stick my head through, will bomb. I be portaled through, no. or can I just see what's on the other side? You can. You, you can't see anything from this side, but you can stick pieces of yourself into it without. I stick it my head through to look. There is nothing but darkness. All right, I pull my head out. We have sent it either somewhere underground where there's nothing else. No, no, it wouldn't even be underground because I have dark vision. Mm-hmm. Um, we sent it somewhere where there is no light that's good enough for me. Let's go. Jettison somewhere oh, in the middle of the earth. up that well of many worlds. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably in the, in the abyss. I'm certain that we are going to find it later. In the possession of one of our arch enemies. It's fine. Let's go. Look, we fell into my lap, dear. <laughs> arch enemies? None of us have arch enemies. What are you talking about? That would be ridiculous. <clears throat> Not in this universe. I look over at you. I, I get, <laughs> yeah, there's just this straight, like, deadpan long stare. Gent covers his trauma with humor. <laughs> Can we still hear undead? Yeah. No, you can't hear anything anymore. All right. did it. I'm sitting my ass back down and I'm finishing this short fucking rest. Yes, please. <laughs> Is there still just a, a diagonal pew across us? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, the that, doors yeah. are probably still the, gone, The right? doors are yeah. gone, but the pew is still there. Okay. Yeah, Ken doesn't need a short rest. Nope. He's just staying on watch. Mm-hmm. I so, will take that short uh, rest. Everyone but Gent gets the rest of your short rest. Yes, takes a nap. I'm going to use Arcane Recovery. Did I already take a nap? Oh, man. I get my wild shapes back. <laughs> Get my action surge back. Get my second win back. I get saving face back. <laughs> I don't get indomitable back. You know. No, you do not get that back. So there is too many. Sorry. Twenty nine plus one d eight plus two. One d eight plus two. So thirty nine back. back. Nice. It's smart to pay attention in the kitchen. That's how you manage to make sure you put creamer in your coffee rather than dish soap. <laughs> Did you put dish soap in your coffee, Jack? I picked it up. <laughs> I was listening to you guys from the other room and was not paying attention to what my hands were doing. See what happens? I love my sex day. <laughs> <laughs> I recovered a third and a second level spell slot. All right. I should probably roll hit dice too. Hooray, grit points. While you're resting, did you want to uh, spend any of that time? Actually, you can't do it while you're resting. Never mind. I'll do that when we go find our chocobos. Yeah. I'm already Um, going to identify. (laughs) They have a name. Yep, they do. I mean, you, we could just randomly attune to shit, right? Mm. I'm sure that'll go well. Right. I think I'm attuned up. Otherwise, I, I would probably it. be randomly attuning to the uh, to the goggles. I can attune to things, but... Hey, Gil, what did you find? A bathrobe and a paperweight. Mm. Bathrobe sounds Two nice. Climbs on your shoulders and like looks over. Wait, has no sense of personal space. 
It's okay. He doesn't have anything out. It's all been stowed in is in somewhere. So yeah, the the half an hour passes. Your short rest done. Just in the eerie quietness of this crypt. I do attune the spine blade to my infinite armory over the course of the short rest. Okay. Spine blade. And I will unattune the 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 ghost lantern and re- and attune the spine blade as well. So the ghost lantern goes out. All right. Here's a question. Do we actually think all of the undead have simply fucked off to wherever undead go when they're no longer wanted? Or are we operating under the assumption that zombies and skeletons and ghasts and whatever else we ran into on the way down here is probably still wandering around back out there? At least some of them will probably be gone. There, there, there will probably still be at least a small number of undead, the ones that were still relatively fresh or attached, but they'll be leaderless. There won't be any more spontaneously popping up, and probably a lot of them are probably gone. Titan, yeah? What I know as a person who can make undead, <laughs> if this is a thing... Because I don't know. Um, you've never seen anyone able to make that many undead. Okay. So they were definitely utilizing the power of the Shadowfell to maintain control over the undead. With both okay. the power source and the necromancer gone, 50-50 shot. I want to take a closer look. While, while they're talking about this, I want to take a closer look at the necromancer's body. Yeah. Um, I am working off a potential supposition. Mm-hmm. That the reason that 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 speak with dead and the like didn't work was because of some kind of phylactery or clone type spell. Okay. Can I make an arcana roll to determine whether that might be the case? Yes, you can. Okay. With my plus zero to arcana. I believe in you. <laughs> Nineteen. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Now, also make me a religion check. Okay. Also, I am equally good at religion as I am with Arcana. 13. So, you're familiar with how Speak with Dead works. Right. Um, and you know that typically the soul doesn't actually matter in the casting of Speak with Dead because Speak with Dead does not contact the soul of the entity. Correct. Um, so there's. But if they're not dead somehow if they're not if they are not considered dead by the spell the husk doesn't reanimate right um so it is possible based on that that there is some sort of clone or phylactery in play there's no way to there's no physical there's no way to physically prove whether or not a person has a phylactery unless you have the phylactery unfortunately there's no sign of it on the body or in the ether um because it's it's a it's an it's an end point that works as a uh as a contingency for death basically so like death the ether goes away and it looks just like a corpse um with the religion check you are familiar with certain uh with you you're 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 a little bit more familiar with necromancers than most people are in general. Yeah. Uh you know that liches can look like anything. They don't have to look like skeletons. Many of them do because aesthetic. Uh but 
a lich can look perfectly healthy and alive if they so desired. Um, that being said, very few of them go for the half and half, so you're pretty certain this necromancer wasn't a lich. Mm-hmm. But it is possible that either there was a clone effect, a phylactery effect, uh, or phylactery in place, or that whatever that thing in its chest was had a contingency on it that sealed the body away from being able to be spoken to upon death. Okay. All right. Which there are methods of doing that as well. Yeah. So she takes a couple minutes leaning over the body while this conversation is going on. Thinks about it, tilts her head, stands up, proceeds to cock the, cock the, 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 uh, uh, emperor's, whatever the fuck it's called. The emperor's virtue. Emperor's virtue and fires like four shots straight into the head just to completely obliterate it. Well, okay. Double tap. Meat comes either it's out. Still quadruple tap. Um, either, either, either he's still alive somehow or something, but regardless, his body was useless to us. But it was therapeutic for me. Therapy is the best medicine, as well as sleep. All right. I'm ready to go home now. As am I. Let's go check on the town. Yeah. The, so, you start walking out. Aldith, are you still carrying the lantern even though you're not attuned to it? Yeah, I'm still carrying it. Okay. Uh, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna move you guys to a specific point real quick, just because there's a thing you're gonna see first before you get out. Okay. Uh, so you round the corner. And across the way, you see two things. One, oh. the space where the the space where the the initial rift into mm-hmm. the Shadowfell was is now just a gaping chasm. And across from it, there is a pile of bodies that are no longer animate, but take up basically every square inch of the room that had existed just before <laughs> the rift. It's just a bunch of things that just fell over on top of each other. <laughs> they were trying to get to you, and they couldn't because of the rift, so they just died when the shadow fell went away. <laughs> Question. Gent is it, suspicious and is going to lob a flask of alchemist fire into the pile. Question from Smart Nick. man. Is there a, still a roof or a ceiling? Uh, yeah, there is still a ceiling over the, the, the chasm. Okay. So. Nice. And I, assu- and I assume no response. No response. <laughs> Yeah, that confirms one thing. Thank you, Buckets. Oh, no problem. Uh, Scuzz uh, begins climbing up the walls and onto the ceiling. And Scuzz, begins... Scuzz, not all of us can do that. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least start clearing up here. And he's just he, he literally just walks over and then just begins like pushing corpses into the chasm begin like clearing clearing the way there's the clattering push enough bones. corpses in maybe <laughs> we'll it'll be able to walk across that's, that's the hope 
Oh, that's it's probably not going to work. There's just a clattering of meat and bones as it's the just bodies watching. go over the edge. Yeah, Valdez just stands at the edge and looks down as bodies are tumbling in. Well, I hope none of these villagers cared about the state these bodies were in. <laughs> I think Ariel. Like Man, there's so many of them. Ariel leans over. Do you think he has any idea that this is has no chance of working? Let I don't him dream. <laughs> I don't. I think he's more doing it to make our path across easier. But but speaking of paths across, there is one unfortunate bound up barrier that makes the rest of it moot. Yeah. Um, I've got rope. Who else has some? I have rope. I have rope as well. Ooh, Scuzz climbs back over. Oh, Gendardi Gend is grabbing ropes and doing the exact same thing Scuzz did because he's oh, he's got the cape that cape. lets him do the same thing, right? Yeah. We got mm-hmm. two ropes. We climb back over. We All right, tie the ropes we can... on the other side. Yes, exactly. I, uh, Very good. Buckets. To what? Uh, uh, that's what Gen's looking around to see if there's anything we can fasten. I some imagine piles of bodies. Like, there's at least there's there's definitely like pillars in this room, yeah, and uh, at least like statues back the other direction, right? Yeah. So next yes. question, you'll need about seventy feet of rope to do to to tie from pillar to statue. I've got fifty feet. And Scott got fifty feet. Okay, so yeah, you next, start doing it, Jeremy. Next question. Is there anybody on this side who does not feel comfortable enough with their strength levels to be able to climb, to hold on to rope and shimmy 20 feet across a bottomless pit? I'm kind of tired. That's, yes. I can hop over there. We can help. Fine. But... Squirrel up and grab on. I'll walk you across the ceiling. Yeah, into a bird. <laughs> into a bird and fly. Yeah. Turn yeah, into I, a goldfish and swim across. A giant, just... a, a, a giant fly and buzz across. <laughs> so good. It wouldn't no. fit in the hallway. We've, it's, there's enough room on the there's thing. enough room on the pedestal. Okay, all right. I'm not gonna do that though. <laughs> <laughs> do you do do you want us to make a check for tying rope? No, you don't need to make a check for that. Okay. I, I, I will let you accidentally kill your allies by breaking their feet off when they're an ice statue. I don't care about how, you know, if, if the rope slips, it's because it's dramatically interesting, not because you fucked up the knot. Okay. Preach. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you, 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 you get the rope, you tie it off, you get everyone across, and eventually you get, you, you, you wade through this pile of charred bodies. Uh, I'm going to start like decomposing Jesus fuck. <laughs> okay. And that 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 sentence was going to go one of two ways and one of them was going to lead to more yelling. So on me. <laughs> it was I either can't. I'm going to keep I'm going to start decomposing them or come back. <laughs> uh is going to to help by uh um, let everybody look at the breadth of the, at the breadth of the encounter. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. yes. It's like we can set these on fire, uh, and because we'll will fireball get them all. 
I do not have fireball. Scuzz isn't that cool. He has he has fire bolt, so it just like goes okay. like there. Like waits for everybody to, to to move forward and like at the last row just like fire bolt. You you get pew. Pew, you get pew. everything dealt with. Heavily we clean hands. up. We are the cleanup crew too. Heavily oh, I had a thing weird like, damage control. Flesh, my favorite. Yes. Yeah. Smells real weird. You get out of the crypt and the ice walls are gone. There, there are a whole bunch more undead bodies scattered throughout the town. But the fog is gone. You can see uh, some activity over by the inn. I will start so walking my way. Check on. Yes. Yeah, go to check on the townsfolk. Yeah, we're close enough that I could just check in with Mal. Not feet. No, you're not. Yeah, you're, you're you're further away from from Mal than that. Okay. Uh, you get out of the you get out of the graveyard. There's that door that you slammed shut that has <laughs> that's still closed. Um. Uh, you get over to you, as you approach the 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 inn. You see the familiar sight of uh, uh, folk of the folk guard, um, sort of having shifted the large boulder aside, and people are sort of moving about. Staring, some of them are st- some of them are staring at bodies. Others have rolled up sleeves and are moving them. Uh, but in general, they seem to have, you know, the, the, you realize the fog lifted before the creatures were dead. So there was probably a lot of excitement around here for a little bit until you managed to shut off the rift. Um, but it doesn't seem like any of the surviving villagers are any worse for the wear. Um, what is... Valdeth walks up to the folk guard and just extends the lantern. The, the large one-armed orc uh, reaches down, grabs the lantern, hooks it onto his belt. Well, looks like you all did good. No applause, please. Just throw money. <laughs> the one-armed orc looks at you. That was Thank a you. joke. Thank you for the lantern. I'm going to use that light someday, Jeremy. You made that it without the lantern. Well, I'm glad it could help. I certainly wouldn't want them to throw money in a D&D setting anyways, because bills are not a thing. No. <laughs> Just getting pelted with gold coins. <laughs> and take out an eye with that. Mm. Or worse, Electrum coins, which are probably way heavier. I right? imagine they're pointy. It's the kind where you get the, the angles. Yeah, depending oh, on the coin type, depending on the manufacturer, they might have like sharp edges. Ninja Star coins, just, bam. just I was gonna say, um, right? <laughs> it's just a so ninja star. So what you're saying star. is that what's that's what's monk monks are always throwing around, mm-hmm. which is why they're always poor. <laughs> a monk of a Karam. god of commerce who just throws sharpened coins. Karam, that's it. Uh, so yeah, Karam, thanks you for your for your assistance. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have much in the way of coin at the moment. We'll have <laughs> sort of gestures towards the assorted bodies. We didn't exactly have time to collect from our neighbors before they turned into undead. I wouldn't That's worry. Fair. I wouldn't worry too much about it. This was a this was a job we were given by a geist of Tiram. We'll probably be compensated by the government. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, to be clear, I was joking. Oh, with adventurers, it's always good to clarify. Well, 
glad we were able if to you'd help. Like to repay us at all? We'll simply take a good word every once in a while for the Steel Hearts. Thank you. Thinks about it for a minute. Reaches down, grabs the lantern back off his belt, and extends it out. We're going to be moving, so we might find this more useful. The town's moving. We're going to push it to somewhere else. There's only there's only like there's less than a hundred people left. If you are if you are leaving this place, perhaps follow us for a bit. I I had bought something to bring in case of survivors that we do have. It'll be a, a f- it'll wagon. be a, it'll be a week or so before we're able to actually leave. We need to take care of our dead, collect our valuables, yes. and um, see about you, probably moving. Then I take the lantern back. We'll probably return later. We'll probably end up moving either over to Kremos or down to Arunta. Valdeth takes the lantern and walks over to Titania. Mm-hmm. The things I learned this thing can do, you're going to want this. And she hands the lantern to you. Thanks. I have a lantern. And this guy's name again is uh Folk Guard Karam. Karam. K E R M. You're moving where, did you say? Well either I end up heading over towards Kremos along the coast, along the cliff face, or down to Arunta, further into the plains. That'll be up to Do you. Do I have any idea how far away that Kremos is? Kremos be closer between the two. Uh, it's about, yeah, Kremos is about the same as Griftop. It's from here. Uh, right? Or a little bit farther. They, there's, there's about a five mile difference between Vlakta and, uh, no, Griftop is closer than Kremos. Okay. Um, it's probably about a, uh, it's about a day's journey in either way, either direction, basically. Okay, and he said, "Sorry, it'll be up to who?" He said, "It'll be up to the alderman." Is the alderman trustworthy? He served the community for most of his life. Yes, that was the the elderly elf that you saw. Oh. like the the gotcha. the elf that looks old for an elf. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll uh, put this in his care to get you started, and Gent's gonna give Karam a purse of 100 platinum. He sort of grabs it, and feeling the weight, it it feeling a lot lighter than he expected it to be based on the size Mm of it. Looks down at it. My thanks. Pockets it away. Okay. Are you going to be staying here at the inn until yeah. most you... likely? Most likely, though, we have a lot of work ahead of us before we can leave. So this is where adventurer privilege comes in. We just get to fuck off and leave the cleanup to somebody else. Yep. <laughs> Unless our job is the cleanup. Right. Well, that's that's why we're playing steel hearts and not damage control. Uh, I want to play the. <laughs> You guys are just here. To Viscera cleanup detail. Just a D&D game. cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> That's just everyone. So they stopped. they stopped. Every, everybody's 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 skills are things like mending and prestidigitation and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. 
Well, let's find the birds and figure out where we need to end up next. Well, I have a crate to bring back to these people before that they purchased. Ah. It's yes, let's bring them those rations that you got. Those healers' kits. Healers' kits. That was the thing. It was a it was a crate of something that was that was helpful. Yeah. <laughs> they can be rations if you're desperate enough. <laughs> you like yeah. to eat linen. Linen and desperate enough. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. it's, it's 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 not hard to find your valakua. Um, they are a large birds. Uh, as you, mm-hmm. you you take your time heading out uh, heading out away from town, back you know in the general direction that you had left them, you find the the valakua and your cart and your 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 caravan that you had a that you had purchased with them. Um, several of them are covered in blood, and there are about fifteen dead wolves around them. But mostly they're just preening. Mm. <laughs> I'm so Good proud. Is the one covered in the most blood the white one? No, the white one is perfectly clean. Absolutely. <laughs> it fucking Pristine. well better be. But she looks proud. The, the white one is completely clean. You get a sense that might have rubbed some of the blood off on one of the other ones. <laughs> Excellent work, Vector. Scuzz cleans chowder off with with precedentation, and it doesn't hurt anymore. Chowder, chowder looks over at Scuzz. Are you still are you are you still below your max, Scuzz? No, no, no I, I took a short rest and I'm at fifty. Are, are are any of you still below your max? Yes, nope. Gent is. Yes. Uh, the the. the Valakua are very expressive, um, and so as you're sort of look, Ariel, as you're sort of looking at, at, at Vector, Vector sort of gives you an eye like, "You're not getting on me if you're that dirty," um, and then reaches out with the beak and just sort of taps you in the shoulder, and you heal. 10 more hit points as you okay. feel a flow of magic coming out of this bird into you. So much better than horses. Better. I, I was going to laugh if they cast prestidigitation. Just That's what I was like. right, Finally, <laughs> finally, somebody can do it. Yeah, they do not have finally, we found someone who can cast prestidigitation. Uh, yeah, they will. So each of the Valakua has, a, has an ability called a healing touch. They can, uh, through physical touch, they can heal uh, uh, 2d8 plus 2. On each, Aww. on each, uh, three times, three times per day. Um, so, if any of you need additional healing, the Valakua can provide. I will Vector take my my, one. <laughs> my, uh, my medium-sized crate, load it up on the back of trajectory, and take that crate to, <laughs> uh, yeah, pat him on the neck, load him up, and then. Just we should probably put the names and assignments of these chocobo and colorations in the party notes, by the way. I would I have it on there. Oh, I, I, rem- I know yeah. which one is mine. I don't I mean, yeah. we, we all know which one's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to throw them in the party notes. That's you. Will do. Uh, I'm marked on uh, D&D Beyond. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, your, your, your Valakua 
gets to the edge of the edge of the cliff and just starts walking down it. Uh, as you guys watch, they they have incredibly strong talons. You you are you are learning now, uh, and they just sort of walk down the steep incline with no problem. Oh yeah, you know you described the 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 talon things like as they go over the stones and yeah. stuff, which is why it's like it's cushiony. Valakua have a climb speed. <laughs> They they're so cool they can't fly but they can climb glide and heal <laughs> this is the best and they thing. have magic resistance and they have magic resistance yes they're inherently magical birds you guys got a really I good deal them. on them <laughs> I had, the guy selling you had no idea because I had All not right. I had not statted them out yet when you bought them so <laughs> so we got ourselves some discount fucking awesome balakua. Off brand chocobo. All right. Every, all right. Everybody's mounts should be in the party notes now. Yeah. So yeah, it's from very quickly you get back yeah. to the to the to the end and can drop off the supplies. Yep. Um I will take that off my party sheet. That's 45 pounds he is no longer carrying. <laughs> hey, nice. Drop it down, sort of get a, you know, re- reach up and like sort of, you know, stretch your back a little bit. Uh, Karam, no, <laughs> no, he gets down. He's 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 smart. He knows to lift safely. <laughs> he's he's lift he's knees. a wizard. He's not a barbarian. Lift with the knees. Karam comes over, digs one hand underneath it, lifts it up, puts it on his shoulder. Hopefully, this will help uh, those that are left. Uh, very much sorry we couldn't return sooner no it's very much appreciated so it looks out at the at the farm hands that are sort of dragging bodies around well this town's been around for quite a while but I guess when the next regional map gets updated it'll be gone perhaps once everything is cleaned perhaps people will move back maybe but safe travels and better fortunes for you all you as well thanks again for your help and you for yours he sort of nods and carries the crate off yep uh, load back up on your deck the item by the way Titania to put in your inventory is a ghost lantern sweet it can, it can stabilize you if you get knocked out Cool. That's good. It also has a little <laughs> spirit inside it. <gasps> that was not bound there willingly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I get older, I want to become president. <laughs> and, and, and bring back questions. slavery. Okay. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> you guys don't know what my night is. It just sounds really out there. <laughs> no, I'm familiar. Soul, soul lanterns are really useful items. They are not made in happy ways, though. <laughs> Maybe it's a bad spirit. Maybe it once was. I once I tune to it, do I? I I have questions anyway. <laughs> Were you the president that tried to bring back slavery? Is that why you're in here? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like it's like soul gems in in Skyrim, you know. Yeah, kill a bandit, stick it in a lantern. 
Right. And, <laughs> and all of the all of the souls in your soul gems are 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 bad people because I wouldn't have killed them if they weren't bad people. I just like to imagine one I just like to imagine one particular like like group of, of griffins or like like enchanters by trade and there's like well you did a bad ambush, but don't worry. You're going to be very helpful to someone else. Get in the lantern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, you're really fucked up, but it's okay. We're giving you a second chance. <laughs> all the other all the other Griffin companies are running around. Ooh, minerals. Ooh, herbs. They're like, ooh, bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Resources. <laughs> Well, so we're kind of sitting there looking uh, back at the town after we found our, our birds again. Taya's going to go, I can... Should we stay here for a bit and help? I can help with everything that they're dealing with down there. And then also, they might not want to stay, but if someone else moves here, I can make it this has not been a good place for probably a little while. I can help with that. Well, if I might weigh in, love, I think your skills could be very helpful here. I think Valdeth's possibly as well. Uh, Scuzz is good at stealing things. Ithraman and I are very good at murder and warfare uh ariel is also good at good hunting murder. down criminals and killing them when I have like i stolen anything of... we'll get back to that sea lion um I feel like the privilege of nobility is one of those things we can sort of take advantage of here in which you throw a large amount of money at them to assuage your conscience and you ride off into the sunset I've already taken care of the first part. Mm -hmm. <coughs> uh, to put it a better way, Titania, these people will be doing a lot of mundane labor and then moving on, and we've given them some resources to help them sustain themselves. Yeah. We've got jobs to do that involve saving the world right now. We have to find Carolina. I know. We also have to try and do that. What? What we, happened? We have. Then? I I didn't we, see. She was there, and then she like rippled, and 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 then she wasn't there. We've got we've got things that are very big and not mundane to look into right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. But what are we? I guess I don't know how to help with that. What are we well, we doing start next? by getting ourselves, getting our asses either back to Taram or back to Griftop. I'm going to use my Link Pearl and let no, and let um, Adam know that we survived and have accomplished the mission. Good plan. You send a message out. Get a message back. Well, we're about halfway out. You want to escort back? That would be nice, actually. Yeah, I want to say hi to him again. Start heading our way. We'll meet you in the middle. <laughs> Let's okay, start heading back for Griff Top right now. Seriously, when did I ever steal anything? 
that wasn't specifically asked to be stolen. Yeah. Uh, there was a auction that we went to that, well, technically there wasn't stealing, that was more breaking and entering, but I feel like the principal and you, stands. And, and I was asked to do that. You were definitely not asked to break and enter. To check on the items. No, I'm pretty sure you weren't. I'm pretty sure you did that under your own initiative. <laughs> I think Ariel asked me to do that. So what did I ask someone to do? Well, we went to the auction house and I was like, should I go and check on the things? And I asked you if that was okay. That's, um... I did I did specifically ask permission before doing something. Yes, that is true. I well, was... you were very good at it, whichever it was. Just... I, the, the statement the statement wasn't that you were good at doing things that you shouldn't be doing. It was just that you were good at doing things. This is true. I just I I feel like I've done more things than steal stuff that I that I'm much better at. You much really better at hiding in that fight. Yeah, you're good at hiding. Quite. Excellent at hiding. Really good at killing undead things too. Yeah. Yeah. You make an impressive living statue as well. Oh, sweet. Don't, yeah. I don't want that to happen again. Living? I said living! <laughs> Let's keep moving into Ith- Oh, no, I think we're moving and talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. this is definitely the West Wing ro- walk and ride, ride and talk, yeah. About- Worst case scenario, I can cast haste and definitely catch up. <laughs> about... Uh, about- you hit the sprint button on your chocobo and you lean forward and just pew. Yep. About this eight hours talk. later, uh, <laughs> your caravan, your your your, your carriage, um, uh, uh, meets up with the Ivory Legion, which consists of Adam riding on a massive skeletal warhorse. Adam. Uh, uh, a kinku with large black wings sort of folded around it like a cloak riding on a horse riding on a regular horse uh what looks to be a set of animate robes with shadow on the inside of it um a large you get here from west rising uh a (laughs) um a large uh uh a a large marble statue-esque woman uh, uh, which yes. which Go Ariel on. instantly recognizes as an ASMR because ASMR recognize each other. Um, specifically, you recognize who, who, ha- who has better hair. Uh, it depends on what who? your qualifications for better hair are. Um, ah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Ariel Ariel's is just sort of like you know uh, 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 like sort of prince style Mine. Uh, haircut, whereas <laughs> hers is this. Uh, like uh, bleach white pixie cut mm-hmm. so both short white hair but you know uh, oh no <laughs> uh, there is a tiefling but you were about to say what what they're in a who they are an ASMR oh of. yes sorry uh, you can tell that they are an ASMR of uh, 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 the Name I haven't heard that guy. Escapes my brain. I'm going to say Dagoth. Yes, Dagoth. You can tell they are an ASMR of Dagoth. I was going to say. Um, uh, there is a 
tiefling with large bat wings. Uh, the dragonborn that you met previously, uh, the dragonborn necromancer that you met previously, a um, a pale uh, a pale skinned elf uh, with blackened eyes, um, a large blue furbolg that definitely stands out from the rest of them. <laughs> Uh, and then Ultan, the, the, the human that was the human that had the, the face wrappings. Mm-hmm. All of them are riding normal horses, except for Adam, who rides a much larger skeletal warhorse. And you can see. Oh, like, you must have unlocked the DLC. You can actually see. You can actually see like a, 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 a skeletal, like a skeleton, like warrior, like hanging on the inside of the skeletal warhorse's ribs. Just looking. Well, that's a bit disconcerting. A bit? Who's that? Hey, Adam, who's that? Hey, uh, that is my buddy, Reginald. Um, he just helps me out when I'm fighting. Thank you, Adam, for being back up. That got very close for a bit. We might have needed you to come in and clean up if we didn't make it out. No but we did not. What happened? We had the whole shadow fell ripping a hole into that town. That's terrifying. It was bad. We also had to deal with someone who was probably somewhere between a necromancer and a lich. But it's fine. We handled it. We demoted him to dead. Possibly. That's good. All right. Well, we'll we'll give you guys an escort back if you want. Yay. Thank you. Thanks. Definitely use that. They, they, all nine of them, just sort of like fall into a, a, a an escort formation around you, uh, with Adam sort of riding closer to the the carriage and the rest of them. How did the how did the birds react to skeleton horse? They are completely unfazed by the skeleton horse because Valakua don't give a fuck. <laughs> Have you met a goose? Just imagine a goose or a swan. Uh, One of those riding. two. Just the energy. Yeah. <laughs> no, because war geese. War I geese. would not classify these things as evil, and geese are evil. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not always evil. They're not always evil, but you can tell when you run up on a geese. The geese is like. <laughs> the geese. Bitch. The audacity. Less, less goose, more swan. <laughs> They are okay. oh, the same, worse, <laughs> just prettier. You, so you mean vector? Yes, exactly. <laughs> vector, has, vector. vector has big swan energy. Uh, uh, which what's the one that that uh, uh, Ariel's writing? Is that vector? That's, That's vector. vector. Yeah. That is vector. Okay, yes, vector has big swan energy. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they escort you back to Grifftop. <clears throat> you can- um, Ghent is going to see if he can have Ithram ID the three things that he got off the necromancer dude on the way on the on the on the ride back. Yeah. Yeah, you are gonna carry it, so you can absolutely take the time to I'm gonna turn I into a sloth and take a nap. Very <laughs> nice. Good. Good choice. Alright, so the... I just uh, real quick Nikki, this is for Nikki's edifications because, like, that kinku, mm-hmm. are those wings its hands? Like, it, like 
No, you know, it has it, it, it has those distinct are, hands as a separate set of wings. So those are its. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of that kinku. We can go on. I'm just. <laughs> it is a separate yeah. set of wings. Yes, that it is currently using as a as a cloak, basically. Of course you do. Of course. <laughs> um. Okay. So you identify the three items. The which one do you start with? Uh, the. Vantus soul orb. <laughs> okay. Uh you identify this as a soul gem. Yeah. All right. It currently has it currently has uh about it currently has about a thousand gold worth of soul in it, which is to say it can replace up to a thousand gold worth of material components for necromancy spells. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> two revivifies. Or no, two uh, three revivifies. Three revivifies. Hey, that's how much salt has, but how much jazz does it have? Very little. <laughs> Not a drop. Not a lot of rhythm either. No. Mm. Yeah, I dropped it. Didn't even like, bounce into a beat. <laughs> just stays there. Um, ah, just studded. Yeah. So it, it, it it's uh, it is it yeah it is about. From what you can tell, the amount of soul that is the amount of souls that are in it uh, would cover about a thousand gold worth of necro, uh, necromancy material components. Okay. Uh, ne- the other gem, the other paperweight, uh, the gold golden sparkler sphere. Yeah. Uh, you identify it as a crystalline chronicle, uh, a etched crystal sphere the size of a grapefruit which hums faintly and pulses with regular flares of inner light. Uh, when you, while you are touching the crystal, once you've attuned to it, you can retrieve and store information and spells within the crystal at the same time, at the same rate as reading and writing. It acts as a spell book. Uh, oh. You determine that it has a number of spells in it already that you could cop, that you could you know, take the time to translate for yourself. You can't okay, use cool. them as, even if you attune to it, you can't use them as is, but you can you can spend the amount of the normal amount of required time and, and money to translate them to your own formulas. Yeah. Um it has uh detect thoughts, intellect fortress, Rary's te- <laughs> Rary's telepathic bond, sending, telekinesis. Tasha's Mind Whip, Tensor's Floating Disc. Uh, it also has Frost Fingers, Ice Knife, Snillox Snowball Swarm, Animate Dead, Sleet Storm, Ice Storm, Cone of Cold, Flash Freeze, Wall of Ice. An incomplete seventh level spell that looks like the 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 person was still in the process of crafting that you can't identify, and an eighth level spell called Arcolanthan Ray. Okay, he just looks at that one after it's after he realizes what it what it is and what it's got in it. He goes, "I'm going to be busy for a while." Realize this is this was the necromancer's spellbook. It looks yeah. like there were more spells in this, but they sort of self-destructed on his death, and these are just what's left. Okay. It's like finding the MacBook of a hacker, and then uh, 
realizing this is much better than my shitty uh also so uh, as, as to the crystalline chronicle itself while you're you can you, you can find it in D D beyond uh while you're attuned to it uh you know made you know the mage hand uh mind sliver and message cantrips even if you don't if you don't already know them uh, it has three charges, which and it regains one d three exposed expended charges daily at dawn. You can use the charges uh, while holding it. Uh, if you spend one minute studying the information within the crystal, you can expend one charge to replace one of your prepared wizard spells with a different spell in the book. Uh, and when you cast a wizard spell, you can expend one charge to cast the spell without verbal, somatic, or material components of up to a hundred golden value. Okay, that's cool. Nice. <laughs> just gonna so this I found his their spell book um, oh splendid yes so if you don't mind and he starts to motion to put it in his pocket that's fine <laughs> uh, so with the spell book um, absolutely the spells that are already in it it'll cost you half the normal cost to translate them across if you're keeping them in the book Okay. Uh, you still have to pay the cost of transcribing spells to put the spells from your old spell book into the new one. Yeah. But I think that's also half cost because they're spell they're the spells you already know. Yeah. So Yeah. So a fancy paperweight. Quite mm-hmm. very useful. I I think I may. This it's, is it's very, like a tombstone, but better. <laughs> yes, it is like this, and he pulls out his tombstone. He goes, "It's like this, but quite a bit more intricate and better." So, will that fit in your back pocket, though? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, it's actually way easier. It is only one hour and ten gold for each level of the copied spell to move a spell you know from one spellbook to another. There you go. Oh, nice. Cool. Half So half cost for the spells you don't already know to, to translate them to your own formula, and then that much for the other one. Uh, okay. And finally, you identify the goggles. Yes, and I believe the robes were gathered as well. Oh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so actually, the robes four too. things then. Yeah, the goggles and the robes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the robes are... Uh, pull it up real quick. Uh, they are... The robes of the frozen waste. Um... So, while... Um, North Face. Uh, uh... <laughs> Uh, while they require attunement by a spellcaster, uh, tattered robes that radiate an unearthly chill that seems to penetrate to the bone. When attuned, the wearer has resistance to cold damage and has an AC of 14 plus dex. Ooh. Nice. And then the goggles are... Uh, you have found uh, Danoth's visor in its awakened state. Uh, these, uh, the, uh, these mithril frame goggles with clear diamond lenses uh, uh, are, from as far as you can tell with the Identify spell, seem to be from a different material plane entirely. Um, while wearing the goggles, you can see normally in darkness, uh, uh, both magical and non-magical, to a distance of 60 feet. Additionally, you have advantage on intelligence investigation and wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. Uh, also, in its current state, you can see invisible creatures and objects within 60 feet of you as if they were visible. Uh, invisible creatures and objects within 60 feet of you as if they were visible, and you can see into the ethereal plane. 
Ethereal creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent. As a bonus action, you can speak a command word and use the goggles <clears> to see into and through solid matter. This vision has a radius of 60 feet and lasts for one minute. To you, solid objects within the radius appear transparent. The vision can penetrate one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, or up to three feet of wood or dirt. Thicker substances block the vision, as does a thin sheet of lead. The property can't be used again until the next dawn. And also as a bonus action, you can speak a command word to switch the goggles into spyglass mode. While in this mode, creatures and objects viewed through the goggles are magnified to twice their size. Speaking the command word again reverts the goggles to their normal operation. So stunner shades. Awesome. Excited about that. These are well, powerful. I believe you're going to want these, Ghent. I have at least one reason why I feel like I'd benefit from these, but if somebody else has inclinations that direction, I won't demand them. Aldith looks around the room, or the inside of the carriage. Anyone else? I have no way to attune to them, because I have all my other stuff. Yeah, we want to switch it up. But sorry, what do they do again? I know. Blah. <laughs> you can no. see invisible things and yeah, no, he, thank you. And that was, that was what do they do again? Not because I wanted somebody to to explain it, but because <laughs> here, it worked. Here is Link. Thank you. thank you. Advantage on investigation and perception for sight. It is only it is only awakened shit. right now. Oh well, that's just. Yeah. I mean, that's only <laughs> advantage on investigation perception. That that's just that's just just icing the cake already for me. So no, I'm good. Right, I'm perfectly fine. Thank you. So yes, with no objections, you're free to take them. All right. Um. Well, fine. Um, I'll have. I've commissioned something that was sort of meant to be that. Yep, yeah, I commissioned something back in Taram that was supposed to fill in some of those gaps, but that'll just go to somebody else, and I'll stick with the more powerful but less stylish what version. What are you talking about? These are super stylish. So, they're so stylish. You look like a nerd. It's. I was gonna say, Ken puts them down over his face, and it's like <laughs> blink, blink. Oh no, I was absolutely imagining like the goggles that like, and they're just like rhinestone studded, and uh... also like mirror shaded, and they are gaudy uh, as fuck. I mean, they have, like, they have, they looks have, like, looks like something the that Daft Punk would would wear. Yes, <laughs> I just, I was just picturing the uh, the. Um, uh, the Johnny Depp goggles and Sleepy Hollow. They, they look exactly like that if you look at yeah. the artwork in on the on the page. The right yes. hand, the right hand eyes telescopes out and then telescopes back. Yeah, in. they <laughs> have the little thing that you switch back and forth. Flip, 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 flip. One hundred percent. The wound has been cauterized. Sorry. Perhaps uh, you would like these robes, though, Titania. Ooh. Uh, sure. Not yeah. only will you chill them to the bone, but you'll also so, look bad to the bone. They don't. They don't. They are definitely more like goth aesthetic than what you normally wear in Titania. Whatever yeah, that's worth. Yeah, they cut like hmm, 
Oh no. I, my AC is 13 right now, though. <laughs> that would look, it up, too. I was going to say, if, if you don't want them, I will absolutely take them, because mine is 15, and it would go up to 17. Look, Titania, but if I Persephone can be the, the goddess of springtime and the queen of hell, you can also have that same aesthetic. It's true. It's true. I believe they... Uh, Sky's just listed a goddess that you have no knowledge <laughs> Yeah, I do. That doesn't. Oh no, no. no that's, I that's just talked over me. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Scott did list the cards that you have no idea about, but he he is paying you a compliment. <laughs> what was that, Cody? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe. Uh, do you know how to cast any spells? Uh, save through your weapon. Um. Yes, I can cast light. Then, I don't yes, think that I makes believe. you a spellcaster. The innate ability of the ASMR to cast light does make not me not a spellcaster. Spell <laughs> I believe you. I believe you have to have the spellcasting or like some other similar class trait to be qualified as a spellcaster. Correct. I would. I'm the multi-class. All right, here we go. <laughs> Again. Oh boy. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I got. See, that's why you want. That's why. That's why you want to be a thief. Or, or if you'd taken like the, um, like the, uh, uh, um, magic initiate feat or something like that, that would qualify you as a spellcaster. But yeah. So everyone but Valdeth and Ariel can attune to them. (laughs) I can attune to it, but my AC is solid. Yeah, that's what I said. Everyone but Valdeth and Ariel can attune. Uh, Oh, okay. You'd also look really cool in them. I do enjoy legitimately the- probably be best for you. Yes. I All have right. le- I I have armor that I can wear. So I'm fine. As our as our best and currently only healer, I also think that lantern is very useful for you to keep you alive if anything knocks you out. Only I- effective healer. <laughs> yes, you do Ooh. have the ability to heal people you hear it briefly. <laughs> Once. You Once. hear a chorus of birds from outside the carriage. <laughs> Our birds or other birds? Your birds. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yes, also the birds. Uh Titania, <laughs> yeah. uh you can you can find the ropes of the frozen waste in D D Beyond. Okay. I had a question just just for me, because I think Tachanya would worry about this. Uh, for the Ghost Lantern, when I attune to it, do I know who the spirit is, or can no. I like communicate with them? No. No? Okay. There's someone trapped in here. That's weird and concerning. I don't know. You can't talk to spirits, can you, Scuzz? I can try. And he, he, his eyes go white again as he looks at the lantern. Hi. Nothing happens. Nope. <laughs> okay. His his eyes slowly come back to their little beady red color. <laughs> yeah. It's let's see. If you can't find it, I can add it for you, but I uh, can find it. I'm just bad at there it is. As Gent you will give you uh, Titania the soul gem as well. Mm. Yeah. As you attune them, uh, yeah, the 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 sort of the rips and tears in it that were like sort of on the necromancer aesthetically, if you so desire, seal up. <gasps> yeah. Hmm? Cool. Still, <laughs> what color are they? Black. Black. This is. They're still black. <laughs> Entirely black. 
Okay. Oh wait, I can change the color for at least an hour. But it's this. It's this. It's this. Um, sort of very. It's a. It's a very Spartan kind of robe where it's just. There's not a whole lot of in. There's not a whole lot of. Um. Um. What's the word I'm thinking of? Embellishment. Embellishment. Yeah. There's not. Uh. There's not a whole lot of embellishment. It is a very. It's a very like thick, woolen black robe, that weirdly feels slightly cold even though it should be warm. Ooh. It's prestigitates like it so so that it looks like green vines are growing around it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I have a question real quick because I am not sure mechanically. Uh, it looks like the barrier tattoo and the robes of the frozen waste are both working so my AC 17 now is that accurate? or does that uh, do they not stack that the, way? They do not stack that way, no. Okay. So you have to on it you have to turn off one or the other. Okay. I guess I'll turn off the barrier tattoo. Yeah. Got the, you had the barrier tattoo. Yeah, you yeah, the from the that was, what was making it thirteen, otherwise it'd be oh. uh, eleven. So yeah, you, you, you turn off you unattune from the tattoo and it pulls out of your skin as a needle. Okay. Anyone need this? Uh, perhaps. What's it do? Yeah, it's, I forgot. Um, let me look at it again. It gives you uh, an armored AC of 12 plus your dex. 12 plus dex, yeah. I mean, I don't it, think that is. We're on a rest or something. Hold on, let me check and Take see what I've got. Yeah, that would not be better than my, than 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 what I'm wearing. Other than I would no longer have to be wearing armor, but I would also what? no longer have to be wearing armor and could not be, as you said, when woken up or the like. Mm-hmm. Do you want it then? Yeah. Does require would it be an improvement for you with armor? No. Yeah. No, it's about the same as the armor that I have now, but yes. then. Whoever wants it, whoever wants it for ambush purposes, can have it. Then at that point, fuck it. Why not? I'll hand it over. All right. At that I point, need to buy some armor. It's like we all dump out the magic <laughs> items and we're armor. like, yeah, yeah, because he already has room, what are, as. At which he had done a tune from because he's got the cloak, he's got the gun, and he's got the uh, go- goggles now. So uh, he needs some armor that doesn't require attunement, which does exist. But yeah. I mean, I was gonna no, literally just have some armor. It's 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 not magical armor. I'm not saying it will be useful to you, but you'll have to you'll have to get it resized because unlike magical armor non-magical armor doesn't doesn't change its size when you equip it but <laughs> look uh, ariel and and gint are roughly the same size very felt very toned <laughs> see i'm currently attuned to desert sandals staff of thunder and lightning and my tattoos yes yeah yeah and uh i would have had to on to the desert sandals for the straggler spine blade yeah there we go. I am currently attuned to this, and he pulls out the wand of paralysis that he hasn't used. <laughs> One day. Yep. One day. And now a spellbook. See, oh uh, no, I'm attuned to three things already. <laughs> most importantly, to me, this means that I can, 
I, I, I can tailor my style more. Because I don't have <laughs> to wear armor. Yeah? Yep. So, as you all get in back to Griftop with the escort of the Ivory Legion, who, once there, reestablished their tower in the spot where it was previously, you see Adam take this little small statue off of his belt, set it down, say a word, and it grows uh, back up to the tower that was previously there. That's awesome. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Very, yes. See you later. Give us a holler if you need help for anything. Thank you for the escort. I'll write you, Adam. Just like Bye. just like a pen pal thing, though. Yeah. Pen pals. Pen pals. <laughs> and they all file into the tower. And that's where we're going to take a quick break. If you're watching on Twitch, please stay hey. tuned for these commercial messages. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We're back. All right. So, um... Now that the Vlakti situation has been resolved, you all eventually return back to Taram um, and uh, are congratulated by uh, uh, Koenig, who is concerned about his missing apprentice. Um, there is a there is a reward prepped for you. Uh, it is a, a thousand a thousand gold. Which I know to Gent's newly rich mind is a drop in the bucket, but uh, it, it was an official job, so official pay is uh, a curse. Standard guild rate. Yeah. Um, and you all have a few weeks of downtime while your estate is being constructed. So, what do you want to do starting with Gent? Uh, Gent's going to pick up his knave's eye patch, which he commissioned and yep. therefore is going to take, even though it's semi superfluous. You now have a knave's he'll offer eye it patch. To, which is. He'll offer it to Ariel first. <laughs> Does it require attunement? Yes. That's a problem. So the knave's eye patch. However. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, he'll 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 run you down the full uh full description of what it does just in case. Uh so the knave's eye patch. Uh, while wearing this eye patch, you gain the following. It requires attunement. While wearing this eye patch, you gain the following benefits: you have advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. If you have the sunlight sensitivity trait, you are unaffected by the trait, and you are immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts or determine whether you are lying. Creatures can communicate telepathically with you only if you allow it. Ooh, right. <laughs> Not being able to wear studded leather armor isn't that important. <laughs> Who wants a barrier tattoo? It'll get juggled around. It'll just say you have it in your inventory at the moment. Um, so yeah, so uh, now as a note, you're immune to magic that allows the people to read your mind or turn whether or not you're lying. They can still insight check you and determine if you're lying or not, but like circle of truth won't work on you, things like that. Or zone, right. zone of truth won't work on you, things like that. This is Gent's question. While wearing this, can Esme talk to you? Yes, because it's not telepathic communication. Okay. <laughs> I now have, in addition to a plus 11 on my perception checks, <laughs> advantage on that Perma roll. advantage if it's sight-based. Yeah, I'm excited to roll a one and a two. Right. Better a one and a two than just a one. Or double ones. Yeah, I mean... Let's yeah, not there's, put there's, that past There is also me. that, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, you are... Um, yeah, as uh, the communication that Ariel and Esme has is not tele telepathy. Right. It is part of Ariel's consciousness, so you sure. can't block it out. 
question. <laughs> yes. Do I have to wear it like a traditional eye patch? Yes. Okay, fine. It is. <laughs> it, eye, eye patches are stylish. It is, however, one of those three band eye patches rather than a normal one. So it's like it, it like the, the, the eye patch covers your left eye and it goes over top and also over and under your ear and connects back in the back. Gonna say because if I could just like you know just wear it on my head and turn around so it looks like a headband that would be no, great. It has to cover your eye for the effects to take place. Fine, because you're when you when you actually when you when you cover your eye with it and attune to it, uh, instead of it like blocking the vision of your left eye, it actually now like provides some magnification effects and like you can sort of will it to zoom in and out and like enhance your vision slightly in that eye. That's how it gives you advantage. If you're not Fair. wearing it over your eye, it doesn't give you advantage. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Ghent will also be frequently keeping an eye out for uh, eavesdropping imps that assume he can't see them, that sort of thing. Um, you can only see them when you have the goggles on. Like, actually right, yeah, on. no, he, yeah, he, he, he wanders around with the goggles on, on, pretty much all the time, because he's fucking paranoid now, for good reason. Uh, over the course of the next few weeks, you see no imps. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. All right. I see what's happening here. Just Maybe. closets. Okay. <laughs> we'll shoot all of them as well. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think if there was anything else he had to do specifically in the Taram area. Oh, he is going to be uh, trying to continually improve the grapple gun which does not require attunement because it's only mechanical yep oh and buying himself some fucking armor <laughs> uh go give me a digger's tools check with your intelligence to see how you get on for the first week uh, okay meanwhile valdeth what's your yes um i think i will actually seek out the training yards for someone to retrain into this version of samurai mm -hmm. i think it, it especially because thematically it's very interesting the idea that valdez is moving past the need to cover like the 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 feeling that they have to cover up their body with their heavy armor so you go to the training yards looking for some looking for some exercise or some work uh and there's a variety of interesting people there working as trainers the one that catches your eye though is this large orc with <laughs> long black hair sort of hanging down to the middle of his back uh, wearing this bright red robe that you would describe as a kimono um, just sort of leaning against a wall one arm out one arm hanging out of it uh, with a leather with a leather bracer on, on, on his wrist and some bandages wrapping up the arm just with a long pipe sort of smoking it sitting back against the wall with this absolutely massive fuck off blade just leaning against the shoulder in the wall looks over at you as you walk in you look like you're trying to learn a little bit more about the sword and, always am uh, this individual introduces himself as Nijuka 
uh, and uh, after conversing back and forth, he agrees to uh, train to retrain you. Uh, it'll cost you five hundred gold. Yep, and it'll be two weeks worth of work uh, to get you into the basics, but that will let you flip your class skills. So sweet. Conveniently, the only the only ability that I, that requires me to be using a versatile weapon is the artful combat, yeah. which I can deal more damage even if I don't have as wide of a crit range anyway with a great sword. So yeah, fair. He, he's using a great sword too. So yeah. uh, uh, Ithram, what you doing for the next two two weeks? I'm doing the math for what I'm doing <laughs> the next two weeks right now. All right, so I'll be right back. Titania. Um, she is going to, um, transplant and move all of the, I know it was, like, destroyed in, uh, various incidences, but the, um, mushroom garden to the basement as it's being built. Okay. Um, if I can get transport there and back from Ithram, possibly, I don't know for sure, but, um, I'm basically prepping for that at least. There, um, there's no. Ethan doesn't have access to a teleportation circle in Griftop. Fair. So. Okay. Um, I'm just prepping that. Then I'll. I guess I'll have to wait until um, we can get back there because I'm not gonna. I think waste time yeah. going it'll there t- and back. It'll take you a while to to get. It would take you a while to get there and back, anyways. So, is there yeah. anything else yeah. you're doing over the next? Few uh, weeks? So I prep that. Um, I'm going to attempt to gather and um, make some more healing potions because we're we used a bunch of them. Um, um give me a herbalism kit check with your wisdom uh, okay Gent, uh you succeed uh, you succeeded in improving the grappling gun slightly uh the, the thing you're running you you you've you've made it less likely to fail which is important uh you've improved the tensile strength of the of the of the 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 rope itself and the grapple head the you're still running into an issue trying to figure out how to make it auto target without magic okay <laughs> Um, John. Yes. Do you want me to change the Blood Fury tattoo to the Tasha's release or keep it in the UA form? Is it different? It is different. Let me look at it. I'll, I'll, well, after the stream, I'll look at it and we can okay. figure that out. Uh, so yeah, you're still running into issues and, and you don't, you really don't want to make it magical so you don't have to attune to it. So you're, you're sort of struggling there still, um, with, with that aspect of it. Uh, no worries. So with 21, you find, you find more than enough materials to, 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 to do your work so it'll be 25 gold per day and you can make one put one regular healing potion per day if you want to make uh, sizes up it'll cost more and take longer uh, um so I'd actually I think probably want to be making the restorative ointment again because that's technically a lot better bang for the buck I think because uh, it's 2d8 plus 2 versus just a single regular healing potion which is something or other uh, so so here's the yeah. here's the here's the breakdown uh okay. for a healing potion you can make one per day for 25 okay. gold uh for a greater healing potion you can make one per week for 100 gold the diff- the big difference between the healing potion and the ointment is you can I, you don't have to make a roll to make the healing potion you just spend the resources and you're good one per day okay. so you can make gotcha. you can if you have enough gold you can spend 
two weeks making one healing potion per day, or you could spend two weeks making two restorative ointments. I'm trying to, because I need to save a thousand gold in case someone needs to be uh, resurrected. So, is resurrection a necromancy spell? Uh, no, I believe it's actually like conjuration or, or sorry, something reincar- like that. Reincarnation is the one reincarnation. Is sorry, yeah. Let me check. I don't know off the top of my head. Resurrection um, is, but reincarnation might not be. Reincarnation. Reincarnation might be transmutation. 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 Yeah, transmutation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't use stone for that, but. Yeah. No. Um. So I only have. It would also be cheaper. It'd also be cheaper to make the uh to make the healing potions than it would. Yeah, I only have thirty nine gold then spare, so I guess I'll just make a healing potion. All right. And um, that gives me like a day. Uh, <laughs> I think after that, I'm gonna plan your wedding. <laughs> She's avoiding that right now. Uh, it's good. We don't need to talk about it. Engagement's good. Planning bad. <laughs> um, uh, no planning. Only. <laughs> uh, she's going to actually uh, have one day where she just goes... Um, Me think I've got the soul gem, don't I? Uh-huh. Uh she's gonna go to the druid circle again mm-hmm. and see if uh the arch druid's there. And if he's not, she's gonna try and make an appointment for later in the week. You can make an appointment. He's not he's not there at the moment, but you can make an appointment. Okay. And we'll I... we'll, we'll probably get into that next week. Yep, uh... yep. Um, so I do that. Um she's gonna go to the temple of Dagoth at some point. Mm-hmm. And very nearby the Druid Grove. (laughs) Uh huh. Um, just sort of like sneak in the back ish. Uh Hey, thanks. Uh, sorry we uh messed up your temple a bit back there in Vakta. Um, thanks that no one died. I hope I don't see you for a while. Bye. Hope, hope I never see you, bye. She doesn't say never. That is Please. not in her book. That's not, that's that, not. Temp, uh, t- so temples of Dagoth are very, uh, very sparsely decorated. Yeah. Um, so the the thing that you ended up talking to is this, this, not even large, this sort of statue of Dagoth that is roughly human sized. Um, mm-hmm. Most temples, you know, most temples have like the big, grand, exquisite statue that's thirty feet tall. Dagoth is just the size of a human. This this old, this look like an old man with like stag horns. And as you're as you're thanking the statue, you swear for a second that the statue smiles, but there's nothing I... like the, 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 you you double double take and there's no change. I shiver and leave, and I am going to proceed to carouse for the rest of the time. All right, uh, Ariel. Um, 
nothing particularly active on this front, obviously, but she is mostly going to be shaking down sources and looking for more information on her permaquarry. The Shattered Skull. And the Shattered Skull. Specifically. Specifically, uh, though, the, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, I wrote it. Um, I've got, yeah, I've got it too. It's, uh, 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 Siamion. Hang on. Siam Ion. Let me find. Definitely the name. Uh, I, 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 spell it for me in chat. <laughs> like the King of Siam. With ion added to the end, Siamion probably. I don't know. It's your name. Uh oh, Simon. <laughs> it's Simon. It's Simon. Yes. Just all the eyes are silent. Fantasy Simon. No, it's 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 Simon, but the A is silent. Mm. And one of the eyes. <laughs> yes, Simon. Fucking necromancers, <laughs> pretentious fucks. No, it's not. It's not Simon. It's Simon, but it's pronounced Simon. It's Simon. Shut yeah. up, cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the necromancer Simon. Cinnamon from now on. Uh, but the yeah, necromancer cinnamon. I mean, that's what in every Faroon game I ever, I ever run. That's what. Samemon ends up being known as because uh, I, <laughs> I always get it wrong on the cinnamon. first try, and then to the players, he's always cinnamon from that point forward. I, I I'm just gonna uh, like like <laughs> si- yeah. Simon. Si- Simon is spelled a little weird, but I'm just gonna point to every NPC Jack ever names with a with a Celtic or Welsh name. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's not Jack Navy. That's not Jack changing, like, adding letters. That's just fucking Welsh. But yeah, but yeah no, fair point. I, I, ha- I have added a pronunciation guide into my notes. There you go. So yes, I am looking for either the Shattered Skull as a whole or, or specifically, preferably, uh, Simon. Investigation checks. I mean, okay. to be fair, I have a habit of inserting um, old Norse letters into people's names, even though they just they just form a regular like word sound. Uh, but. And Scuzz, what are you doing? Scuzz needs to go to the Ezek College and visit Lavisa um, because the sneaky time, sneaky fun time cloak definitely got disappeared when oh. he pulled the ruin card. So he needs to go apologize and make up for that but also he is going to oh yeah because it technically wasn't a magic item was it? no it was not uh <laughs> so he needs to go apologize and make up for that and two he is also going to um he doesn't have any money <laughs> i mean he probably does have money it, i just don't have it on my sheet because again the ruin thing and no one's told me how much money we've gotten from this uh, we haven't gotten paid yet for the you last... A, you got a thousand gold for the last job. No, one we did? Yeah. Cool. One thousand uh, divided by one, two, three, four, five, six. 166 gold, six silver, six copper. Uh, this guy's then going to use that uh, 
goal to make um uh how much is it to make alchemist fire uh um how much does alchemist fire cost uh 50 gold normally 25 25 and and a day's think, and, a, and a day's work per vial hang on let me make sure that I said that right. I think acid's the more expensive one, so or we, it might be, it might be acid, or, or it might be the way around. No, alchemist fire is fifty. Okay. I was right. Yep, you got it. Yeah, I think acid's the more um, expensive one. Yeah. Ooh, so twenty-five gold. Is- twenty-five gold in a day's worth of work. Yeah, what? a vial of acid is twenty-five gold. Alchemist fire is fifty. Now I'm. Now I'm. Um, sorry, I lost your radiation blanket. You got any acid? <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. I try to click on like the acid um, flask thing, um, like go to manage equipment and try to click on it, and it just won't. Oh. For, it, it was just it was glitching. Actually, no. Like an acid vial only do, is only twenty five gold pieces. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so well, uh, alchemist fire is fifty, so it'd be twenty five to make it. 25 to make the alchemist fire. He also wants to make acid. Uh, for, <laughs> uh, for acid, then it'll be 10 gold. Okay. Uh, and he's going to do all that all that at the at the Ezek College. Uh, yep. So he's literally just going to be running between. So you're spending you're spending a couple weeks at the Ezek College, basically. Yeah. So yeah it's and a, also showing off to Lavisa like I can do magic. It's a <laughs> so it's a day's worth of work for each vial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so days worth of work for alchemist fire and days worth worth for acid. Ha- spend however many however much of your gold you want to make. Um. Uh, so with a 19 Ariel you learn that uh, there doesn't seem to be any more Shattered Skull activity in Taram proper there have been reports of a ghost ship sailing the Valkari Isles um, that has what you would determine the Shattered Skull emblem as its uh, figurehead um and there has been uh, signs of a similar ghost ship uh, amongst the Shattered Lands. So there's definitely necromancy on the water, uh, from what you can tell. Uh, was there anything else that Would was... that be ghost on the water? Hmm? Yes. Fire in the sky. Uh, <laughs> I, I finished my math. Ithram. What are you doing for the next two weeks? <laughs> so it's only going to take him roughly 10 days to do it. <laughs> but so he's most of the transfer- two weeks. Yeah, most of the two weeks. Uh, he's going to be spending transferring all of the spells that he knows uh, from his spell book over to the Crystalline Chronicle and then also changing the ones that are already on there into his formula. Uh, that's going to take not the, the 10 days and... Uh, almost 2,000 gold. Uh, 1,990 gold. Uh, so with whatever, with the few days of free time he has, uh, once he's done with that, he'll try to uh, go look up anything on the, the, I think it was the Great Library is what it was called. The True Library. The True Library. Uh, and then He's also going to change, um, just for flavor purposes, he's going to change uh, Mal into an albatross and send him with a message about uh, the uh, 
the uh, also you can find talk to the dark elves or when we found out about the the drow from the forest mm-hmm. when we found out a little bit more about their plans i don't remember but he does he's going to send that information to so that that you're you sort of determined that they were expanding they were intending to expand out into desolation which was already known information you're pretty certain that your legion already knows that yeah i sent him but i thought we figured we found something else about about like their timetable for when not not uh, not in particular no you you you, okay. you you saw them at the auction and that's where some of what sparked all this information okay then yeah no then mal stays a jackal uh two weeks of downtime scuzz um then scuzz will take uh just a little less than the two full weeks to make five vials of alchemist fire and five vials of acid uh and that spent that spends up most of his money Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. I wanted to ask, um, yes. just because we have, I, I know I have more gold now. Um, I could do five more healing potions. Sure. That'd be 125 gold extra. Sweet. That's six total. Uh, that gets and, distributed one for everyone. And you all, you all do notice that Valdeth is spending very little time at the company house. Uh, you are basically training all day, every day for those two weeks, Valdeth. Yep. And you you are learning ways to wield a sword you didn't think previously possible, ways to manipulate your ether in, in such a manner as to increase your, your sword skill exponentially, and also getting your ass kicked by this really fucking beefy orc. <laughs> I mean, she expected that. What do you if she's, doing? If she's going in to learn that she's going to get her ass kicked. <laughs> There's a party tonight. <laughs> what are you doing all day? Training. Learning. Okay. Uh, the only spells that Ithram doesn't copy are the 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th level spells. Yeah, uh, you hold off on copying them until yeah. you can use them. Yeah. Do you spend any time reading the Manual of Golems? Uh, now that you can. Yeah, now that I can. <laughs> Yeah, to get a sense of how long it's gonna, how long this type of project is gonna take. Yeah, so you, you determine it's a manual of iron golems, um, which doesn't hurt now. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody looking at him or that uh, sees him when he opens it up, like he as he's opening like, it up, he's doing that like pre-flinch, like getting ready for it, <laughs> <laughs> like he's had a bad time with the jack in a box or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, right, here we go. Look, uh, we've had several food golems come yeah, out of the food so <laughs> Death by a thousand paper cuts just because you determined it would take it would take 120 days of solid work, okay, which you would be required for all of them, yeah, uh, and a hundred thousand gold worth of materials. Okay, so yeah, once there's learned... a reason the Minara estate was not heavily populated by these fuckers yeah yeah so once he figures that out uh he'll you also determine that everybody know the manual has an author uh has like sort of an author an authorial like uh uh like signature signature and also like you know a forward and a and a, and a, and a mm-hmm. uh the author of the book was um very this part stoked. he might. Uh, uh, <laughs> the the author of the book was Gwithir Minar. Gwithir. Okay. Also very stoned. 
I mean, how else do you come up with making an entirely magical creature made out of metal? You have to be stoned. True. Very true. <laughs> At least Tiny Watts walks past at that point, just, you know, humming. <laughs> Blitzed out of her fucking mind. <laughs> so, um, is it possible to, uh, Gent would be wanting to purchase armor, specifically a breastplate, yeah. uh, is what he has in mind. Would you like to get one um, commissioned, or would you just want to buy one off the rack? Um, he he wants to price check to see what it would cost it to get something commissioned and enchanted, if possible. What kind of enchantment? Uh, plus one or plus two is probably what he might be able to afford, and just in something that's protective that won't require attunement, which I think your basic plus one and plus two armors generally do not. Yeah, no. If they're more want to go with you when you go on that shopping trip. Okay. <laughs> Roll a d100 for me. Okay. Seventy-two. Nice. Oh, um, I think plus two is rare, isn't it? Yeah. I believe plus two armor is rare. Uh, Plus two is check. very rare. Is it very rare? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so you can you 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 find someone who's willing to commission a plus two breastplate uh, for twenty thousand gold. Check the vault. Mm. Okay, mm. he'll go for it. Which is mm. basically as cheap as you will ever get something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about perhaps a plus one studded leather? <laughs> <laughs> I seem to have spent most of my resources on paper and ink. <laughs> You're such a college student, Ithra. My God. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Plus one. <laughs> There's nothing wrong They're with that. They're willing to lower their prices sort of a plus one from 20000 to 16000 Okay. <laughs> I will think about it. <laughs> Um, and Gent looks at you like, are we doing this or not? No, no, no. no. Okay, no, it's fine. All right. The one, the one thing that I would like that'll to do be ready is for you at the thing. end of the two weeks. Uh, yeah. yeah, William. The okay. one thing that I would like to do is that is not training; it's just a shopping thing. Is because I'll be using unarmored defense. I would like to find somewhere to sell the dwarven plate that I'm wearing and get braces of defense. Make a history roll. <laughs> Nine. I have an inspiration. Let's make that again. Twenty. You know that this dwarven plate would do you much better shipping it home. Sending it home as a as a trophy. Yeah. I will do that then. I will still look for braces of defense though. Yeah, that would that like like sending that home as a trophy to your mother will like that's recovering a relic of dwarven civilization. 
even though it, even though it's not your civilization, uh, you 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 know. According that, to Everstone, we're the first dwarven civilization. Exactly, so. Everstone. Everstone's greedy like that and don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like as far as Everstone is concerned, put, every dwarven civilization just came off of them. Put that bitch on display. Is basically as far as Everstone is concerned. Yeah. So <laughs> she will she will bitch, she will send though. it back. She will ship it back to Everstone. Belongs in a museum. It belongs in a museum. There's somewhere there is a dwarven. There's a dwarven like like uh, 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 archaeologist with just a big floppy hat. Right. His name is Bran Bronzebeard. Yeah. <laughs> um, she she will she will write a she'll take one of the knights when she's recovering to. Um, write a letter to go with the armor detailing the environment that it was found in and the adventure that that led to finding it. It'll cost shipping something like that, it'll cost you about 100 gold. Fine, but you can get it shipped. Um, and as for bracers of defense, uh, those are those require attunement. Uh, they do. And are rare. As I do math. Because you can wear bracers and other armor and they because they are No, they specifically work with unarmored defense. Yeah. Oh yeah. You wear bracers yeah. without armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wearing no armor and using no shield. <laughs> yeah, they're specifically designed to help people who use unarmored defense. Yeah. Is. Monks and shit. Monks and shit. Monks and, and spellcasters. Barbarians. Yeah. Uh, you can find a set of bracers for 10,000 gold. Sweet. If you have that much. I don't think I do. Hey, Gint, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Just burning through that Minar vault. <laughs> hey man, look, they burned him. It ain't there for. <laughs> what's what's it good for? What else is it good for? Yeah, would would right. get be willing would get be willing to help if that if if she asked. Yeah, fuck okay. yeah, ten thousand. Ten k. Which is the same as a thousand Kent, platinum. Gent just walks in with a handful of coins, just goes. <laughs> so let me do my bookkeeping. I can delete the dwarven plate off of my inventory. All right. Any, perhaps any, while we're out armor shopping, any uh, magical uh, flails or great axes on display? Yeah. A number of them. What you? What are you looking for? Uh, something that you'd have to attune to, or something you wouldn't have to attune to. Something you wouldn't have to attune to, because he's got the chronicle, uh, the cloak of protection, and his bracers right now. So, uh, so like just a, uh, just a, like a plus one or a plus two. Why did that roll? Uh, yeah, something like that. Let's see. Plus two weapon is rare. Plus weapons are less rare than armor is apparently. Uh, you can find a plus two. You can find a plus two flail or a plus two great axe for nineteen thousand gold. Uh, 
Okay. He'll keep that in mind. <laughs> all right. As the week comes to a close, and all of you are, you know, getting done with your various activities, and uh, Titania heads off to a meeting with the with the Archdruid, uh, and as you are getting ready to say goodbye to your house in the next few days, uh, a letter drops into the mailbox from a carrier, rather than the traditional "is it rocket propelled" letter. Valdeth, you you open the the mailbox on your way out to train again pick it up look at it and it's addressed to you from the high king of everstone and that's where we're going to end this week say goodbye everybody bye bye, bye. bye. goodbye <laughs>